We are all holy diamonds in the rough So don't let these lies dictate who you love Cause the waters will rise For the rains are sure to come And on that day we'll marvel at what we've become Until then, yeah we got lost in our good fortune Until our very souls became forfeit Our minds are now torture Cause we put our faith in Thinks the world worth this, yeah We forgot how to feel Turn a blind eye Has the innocent were killed Dissociation came on the shield Cause we couldn't bear the weight Of this world that we have built, yeah Most days I feel haunted Okay the ghosts of those uh, Welcome to the podcast Hi, this is Rachel I'm too busy and this is the weekly introvert podcast where we talk about our introverted lives our ordinary introverted our ordinary lives struggle buses and <laughs> the ordinary struggle bus i like that it's a, it's a big struggle so we're gonna open up the show with our ordinary moments that we've had this week yes i will start again start (laughs) again um uh, last week i brought (laughs) my aloe plant down from upstairs my aloe plant and my other succulents by the way um your other what succulents oh i thought you said sealants which are like what actually I don't know where the mic is on this, so I've been moving. I'm like fidgeting. Um, anyway, okay. <laughs> Everyone fidgets. <laughs> I don't know where the mic is, so I could be moving. Okay. Anyway, um, you okay. <laughs> Maybe it's up here. Um. So I brought them down, and I hadn't really looked at my aloe plant. It's a big ass aloe plant. I mean, not. It's big. big. It's not huge, but it's pretty big. Um. And I <laughs> looked into it when I was watering it, and I found two little babies, and I go, oh, babies! And uh, I got real excited, and it made my day. Doll, plants making days. Yeah. So good. It's pretty ordinary, if you ask me. <laughs> plants are pretty damn ordinary. I mean, like, to the average Joe, or Joanna, or Jane, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> I just like all the J names. <laughs> oh. I gotta think about my I think my ordinary moment maybe doesn't happen to everybody but I am watching a bunch of dogs up way up on this hill in this big A-frame house and I'm by myself and small dogs Small dogs are the absolute worst. And boy dogs are the absolute worst. I had this small Scotty dog that was staying with us. And he just kept marking all over the house. And you have to put on this like little diaper thingy. Like a little, they call it a belly band. And then I had to put like a a big pad in it. Like a menstrual pad. And he would just soak that thing. So, like, my ordinary... so annoying. Like, I'm changing a pad that's not even my pad. I haven't used pads in years. And it's this stupid, small, Scotty dog. I can't. 
stand small dogs. No. Ugh, so that was my ordinary dog sitting person moment. Yeah. I remembered my other one. The one I was going to focus on. It was that I was on time to work. Ah! Yay! Like, two days in a row. Oh, you did before, it twice. Before 8 o'clock, 7.58, both days. So Hell yeah. That was that was really ordinary. You should tell them about your struggles. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think mostly, well, besides the fact that I don't like being early because I hate to wait for things, mm. I struggle with falling asleep. I have since I was little. And I struggle because of working at the bar. So I have like irregular hours Friday and Monday where I stay up past my bedtime. So I've been struggling to like reset it. And then I was eight minutes late on the and it ruined my day because I've been working hard on it. And I had actually gone to bed really early on Tuesday night and still was not getting up. So then I realized that you have to really prepare. Well, at least I have to, maybe other people don't have to, but I have to really, really prepare for the next day. Um, the night before. So making my, making sure my lunch is ready, making sure I know what I'm going to have for breakfast, making sure I've showered. Like it really is. I mean, I feel like I come now I'm like going to have to do this and be a good adult. Like I'm going to have to come home from work, walk the dog, cook dinner and then get ready for the next day and it sucks because I like to do projects and I like to do introvert things and like read and paint and and I don't have any time to do that like and you hear like you read about like geniuses who would have really (laughs) weird hours and they'd like paint from like 2 30 in the morning until eight o'clock in the morning or whatever it is it's just like I can't do that or you read about hustlers like People who do like to like a side hustle, who like run a business on the side, who stay up until like one working on that, and then they get like six hours of sleep. Well, clearly, I'm not that kind of person. It sucks. I am a normal person. It does suck. It's like, I, you know, you have the potential to do so much, and then you're just like, God, I'm so fucking tired. And when you're an introvert, you just want to go home and chill out. Totally. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Like, I've I've never had trouble. Uh, I've had trouble sleeping, but waking up is like not an issue for me. And I've only been. I think I've been late to work when I worked at a factory. I was late one morning, and <laughs> luckily, like my boyfriend woke me up via text or like phone. Something woke me up. I can't remember what it was, but. Yeah, that sucks. Being an adult is is difficult. Yeah. And I just like it's not so much I'm an like I'm a morning person as far as once I get up. Like I'm not grouchy or anything and I, I love like getting up and getting going. And I used to be like that um like when I was really like younger, younger, like middle school, I was like getting up ready, go to school, organize my books, got like I was already like half an hour early. But uh the the falling asleep part has been tough. And a learning curve. Because if I don't fall asleep until 2 o'clock, like, there's no way I'm going to wake up at 6. It's four hours. Oh, that's so late. 2 a.m. And I will, like, I have tossed and turned for three hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I'm getting better though. I'm definitely learning what helps like showers help baths help reading helps melatonin helps. (laughs) (laughs) They say if you have a bedtime ritual, like, you know, turning down the lights and Mm -hmm. I like to drink chamomile tea. I don't do it all the time, but I think it just the placebo effect. And I actually like, Oh, I'm tired because I drank chamomile tea. But well, a lot of what I was reading said that like my circadian rhythm was probably is probably off if I'm struggling so much. So the routine and making sure I'm doing the melatonin regularly for a few weeks to make sure to try to reset it, I should be able to get it back to normal. But then I was reading this other thing that said that people who have really bad sleep, like, circadian rhythm problems they could possibly be on a non-24 hour based circadian so and i've kind of like experienced that where i'm like i wish i had both more time to sleep and more time to be awake (laughs) like if i could get nine hours of sleep and then have like whatever what what it would be 20 anyway his he this person thought they had like a 27 hour cycle they just need like a couple more hours and then it would be, to be awake to get tired yeah to be to, to make sure that they're tired when they fall asleep and like this person had like problem getting a job and like staying employed because they need that sleep to be functional but they also can't fall asleep because they're not it's it was really crazy when i was reading it, i'm like oh my gosh i hope i can fix this and that this isn't a problem forever <laughs> Yeah, seriously. I I mean, and people don't understand. Like they're just like, "Oh, you're they probably think he's like lazy no or he just doesn't want to get yeah. up." But like it's a real thing. It's just that I'm an extraordinary butterfly <laughs> and I need more sleep. Yeah. No, I think So yeah, that's Hannah sleep. Yeah, problem. but I did feel really like really good both Thursday and Friday, so I'm thinking just keep doing what I'm doing and hopefully Fridays and Mondays don't fuck it up too bad by working at the bar. Damn it. Damn it, bar. Makes yeah. the money. A little oh, bit gosh. of money. Do we want to talk about Captain Marvel? Yeah. It's been two weeks since I've seen it now. It's been a week for you? I think I saw it. Oh, yeah. Two no, I think I saw it two weekends ago. I think you saw yeah. the premiere night, yep. which was Thursday, and we went Saturday afternoon. So can I talk a little bit about Captain Marvel's yes. origin story? Please do. I'm interested. Okay. Okay. Have you do you know anything about No, I didn't like I've been staying away from Marvel stuff because I get too hyped about it. And then it's like obsessive and I've just part of the adulting thing is me trying to not be too obsessive. Oh my God. Cause I, the too much I can get like hope, like my sister hope, like I can get, she's on a level and I, I could get there and I'm trying not to be there. So I'm not good at obsessing about things except for things that I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how to obsessively focus on happy, like a, things other people are obsessed about well maybe food 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 might be an obsession but that's for another that's for another time but so yeah and marvel the end game is coming out in april so that's 
freaking exciting I oh my gosh my niece was at the bar today and she then game trailer came on and she goes oh my gosh how did you put this up here on the tv this is a regular commercial on tv but she thought like i had played it just for her she's like oh my gosh she's like oh my gosh it's the new trailer oh my god <laughs> and i'm like yeah she says how did you get that up there i said it's just it just it's on the tv she's like it just came on i said yeah she was so excited. And she probably doesn't have like yeah, cable, people, like streaming. You know what I mean? Like there. everybody watches Netflix, so she probably doesn't experience. Yeah, she doesn't experience uh-huh. commercials like we used to, or still do. Wow, that's a generational thing that I don't even think about anymore. That mm-hmm. that teaches you a whole new level of patience. Freaking commercials. But anyways. Sorry, it was just a really cute moment. I was like, I had to share that. Oh, and she loves Spider-Man. Yeah, she does. Her Spidey suit was dirty, so she wasn't wearing it today. She made sure to tell me. She said, my Spidey suit was dirty, so I have to not wear it today. Oh. Oh, no. Which is really an excuse my sister gives for making her wear people clothes. It's dirty. You can't wear this. Dude, there are some kids that'll just... I was never like that, but some kids will just wear their... Yeah, superhero clothes to school and, like, (laughs) restaurants and Mm. parents are so embarrassed. Mm. They're like, God, I can't even make my kid put on clothes. (laughs) Damn it. So, Captain Marvel. I I wish that they would have called it Miss Marvel. Mm. But I don't know what part of the timeline. I don't know the timeline with the comic books versus the movie. But to my knowledge, Carol Danvers, who is Captain Marvel in the movie and in the comics, is in the Air Force, just like in the movie. However, she is interested in NASA and the, you know, the whole space program. So she is hired to work for NASA and kind of like um, investigate these two alien races that have been trying to take over the space program and like screw with it. So that's how she ends up meeting Marvel, which is the original Captain Marvel, who oh. is a male. Yes. So she kind of like. I don't know all the different like comic happenings, but so she kind of fights alongside of him to deal with the two alien races. And then eventually he, well, no, I should talk about the first thing, her origin story. So in the movie, I don't, am I allowed to talk about that? Like what happened? Like, is this, I mean, are we concerned about spoilers? I mean, I can say spoiler alert, like skip, skip ahead. Spoiler alert. Well, maybe I'll just say she was given her powers um, just by something, you know, like a machine exploding. Like, that's how she was given her powers. In the comic, when she was fighting alongside Marvel or Captain Marvel, the man, the alien race had this machine that um, could read your subconscious thoughts. Her subconscious thoughts were saying... I really look up to and want to be and have the powers of Captain Marvel. Wow. So that machine granted her wish and she was given 
Captain Marvel's abilities, and he is part Kree, which is an air- alien race. So she was made part Kree by the machine. Whoa. And that's how she became Miss Marvel. And then eventually Captain Marvel dies, not in the movie, in the comics. And to honor him, she takes the name Captain Marvel as opposed to Miss Marvel, who she was throughout, you know, most of her comic career. So that is that is the original origin story that I read on the Marvel website. About Carol Danvers. Oh man, I kind of wish they would have left Miss too, because we kind of already have a captain. Yeah, Captain America. He's the captain. Yeah, especially if she's an Avenger, like right. But so, what did you think? What did you think of the movie? Okay, so I don't read critics' reviews anymore. I never do, or or like care about them. Because I don't want my opinion to be biased. But I thought when like I was sitting at the end at the end of the movie that it was a really good origin story and that it was a really good origin story that would fit into the universe as a whole and the storyline of the like the main storyline of the Avengers and um and just where things came from and where they were going and the the alien species as well. Getting more backstory on some of them. Yeah, that was interesting to learn about. And I thought the acting was really good. Which I've heard that some people were like tearing it apart. And I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Who didn't they like? I think they didn't like Brie Larson. Really? I think it's a well and they say it's not because okay so there's a whole political thing about her saying that this movie isn't for white men oh my god oh no which was a bad thing to say to comic book readers because like demographically a lot of white dudes are (laughs) reading the comics like that's who's reading the comics yeah but me and Hope were talking about this. If you think about the story and what, oh my goodness, Charlie! What is that noise, Charles? <laughs> There's a lot. It sounds like I he's hitting a spoon in a bowl. Oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Really? <laughs> it's super loud. Charles. <laughs> Charlie's hitting okay. his dog. Okay. What was that? God, Charlie. <laughs> Stop being so extra for two seconds. And I was thinking about the movie, like, um, which, uh, I heard, and then I read another thing that said she didn't say that exactly and that that's what people twisted it into. Um, but if you think about what happens in the movie, like, the white dude doesn't really, Uh. without spoiling it, like, the main characters are not white people white dudes no it's an african-american woman and her daughter she's a single parent and Brie larson and samuel jackson yes and who loved loved seeing his character get some more backstory oh my god he's so funny i just Mm -hmm. always really liked him um 
you know, remember that scene where they have the alien on the like gurney and the or not the gurney, but on the like in, like um what do they call it? Like the morgue table. And he lifts up he lifts up the sheet. Yeah. To look at his genitals. Me and Hope both yes. think that's definitely improv. Really? Yeah. Did you just look at like Oh my god, I didn't think about oh it. Oh my gosh, if we, when we when you eventually watch again. I'm pretty sure that was improv because he just like it just felt like the other guy kind of was taken aback by it, <laughs> which I guess maybe could be acting, but that just seemed like a totally Samuel Jackson thing to do. A genuine yeah. moment. What did you think about it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think, unfortunately, I didn't enjoy it as much as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. But I have a I agree theory that. for that. I, I thought Brie Larson did great. Like, totally. Yes. I thought she did a good job. I think it's interesting how her character was so serious. Mm-hmm. She was funny, but she wasn't super feminine. Mm-hmm. Like, Wonder Woman, which is, like, one of the contrasts. Like, they definitely made her more feminine. And actually, in the comics, Carol Danvers' hair is, like really short mm-hmm. super super short you know kind of like 90s grunge style whatever you want to call it but i thought it was interesting that they played up her human side so much and that that was the basically the main theme of the whole thing was that um the antagonist whose name i'm not gonna remember yeah the cree guy jude law jude law played by jude law Jude Law was like, I told you, you can't get too emotional. You always let your emotions get the best of you. You can't get angry. And I think that says a lot about women in general as a gender of Mm -hmm. what people kind of think of us and how it's a very negative thing. And at the end of the movie, like spoiler alert, maybe she turned that whole emotional, I'm too emotional thing around and was like, gonna use my fucking rage to like kick your ass which i loved because i get angry a lot and it feels like you shouldn't be angry but but like they yeah and she trusted her she trusted her emotions to do the right thing too like to be to be kind of almost like switch sides yeah yeah she went against everything they had ever told her and like tried to manipulate her with basically Mm -hmm. yeah i was a little confused about some parts like when she went into like her headspace or whatever and she had the flashbacks and like she saw cap marvell who was a -hmm. woman and they made it different but i was confused if marvell was just an image and jude law's character was using it like i didn't really understand that part i was confused like jude well, law yeah, was her it was her confusing vision. yeah i kind of i thought that well he had said but it's hard to it's confusing because you don't know to, to trust what what to trust about what he was saying i think he said it was a projection of who you most admire right yeah so that part was true yeah yeah and then the other thing I liked, but also disliked. Well, no, I think I just liked Wonder Woman more because 
the message of Wonder Woman, and I can relate to it more. The message of Wonder Woman is love. Yeah. Love, you know, like kind of conquers all and fixes all. And that was a much more romantic film. And it's interesting. There was no romantic plot line whatsoever. Oh, I was going to just talk about that because I was going to ask you, did if you felt there was like sexual tension between Jude Law and Brie Larson's characters? I didn't feel, I didn't Did you feel that at all. I don't know. Okay. Hope and I kind of felt it in the beginning because she was a little flirtatious. And then that whole like, we kind of, I kind of felt like he was talking about emotions that he was almost projecting. Like she didn't feel anything that he felt things. Yeah. And then even at the end, I thought he was going to try to play on her emotions and like, I don't know, but there was like, they just totally like evaporated all the sex, any sexual tension, any sort of romantic feelings, yep. all of that. They just, which I don't know if that was a, the point to kind of be like, Oh, here's where your expectations were that they were going to have a thing. Yeah. And then they crushed those expectations. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> oh, I think you might have to go out. It's okay. I can take the laptop with me, but yeah, no romantic at all. Nothing. Yeah, and I was okay with it. Oh, yeah, I was too. I was kind I of surprised. That. I was happy. It was a happy surprise. Yeah, it's like, oh, love doesn't have to be involved in every single story that happens. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, I really liked it, but not as much as I liked Wonder Woman, just because there was a lot of hype around that for me. Yeah, no, I I felt the same way. Yeah, even like, I think it was like a day later, I was like, yeah, that wasn't as good as Wonder Woman. I was like, nope, nope. But, but I would go see, I would see it. And I'll probably watch oh, yeah. it again. I thought there were, it was a good, it was a lot of laughs. As I thought there was a lot of funny moments. Hope loved uh, the scene where she, like, yelled at the... What was it? She, like, growled at something? Yeah, wasn't it a... A kid? I can't remember. a kid? I walked out to get popcorn, and Hope told me it was really funny. And she, Hope just really... Hope really felt like, like um... the pers- Her personality was very relatable. Even though it's, like, an unexpected sort of... Because, like, I think the whole, like, her being too serious... There's like this expectation for women to there. There's that like that thing that feminists talk about a lot, where men want you to smile and men want you to, I don't know, just always be something nice, like and smiling, funny, yeah, happy and fluffy and and feminine. um, And she was kind of more stoic and kind of witty, like dry witty, almost dry humor. Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, she took herself seriously, but I think she had to overcomp she had to overcompensate because of how emotional people were like, you're yeah. half human, so you're so emotional. And then they played that song at the end by um God who sing is it Imagine Dragons? Uh, was it? About the being human. Ah, crap. Now I can't even think of the song. Oh, God, that's lame. I'll figure <laughs> it out another day, but that was pretty epic. It was an epic montage of kicking yes. ass. And- it might have been. No, it, was, it wasn't. It Because they did all 90s music, didn't they? 
like it was a theme of 90s music because mm. they definitely did yeah they did Gwen, it was uh Gwen Stefani it was I'm just a girl right yes thank you I can't believe I said yeah yeah Gwen Stefani yeah no um yeah yeah well, yeah what's the group mm-hmm. no doubt no doubt I liked all yeah, the grunge 90s grunge music is great because they kind of did the 80s thing with Guardians of the Galaxy oh, yeah. and I liked that the 90s got their little little shout yeah. out yeah yeah, man. We're 90s babies. I liked the um, the female friendship. Yes. Like her and her friend. And then um, like the whole being a mom and being a badass and how the daughter was like, mom, you got to go do this. Like you're not going to have a chance to do this again. And and she didn't want her mom to be like to sit out because of her. She didn't want to hold her back. Yeah. Which is like a really mature thing for a kid to say. But I don't doubt that, because I was a pretty mature kid, but yeah, I don't doubt that there are kids out there that are like that. Like, you got to go do this. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Or like military kids, they get it. Yeah. And she was a military kid. So that makes sense. That makes sense. So do we want to move on to our next topic? Yeah. Do you want to introduce it? Oh, uh, oh, uh, this is something I've been thinking about, like, for the past, well, really, I've been thinking about it most the past week. It's been something on my mind for a long time and always probably has been on my mind because I think we've had conversations about this before. Um, like when I used to, when I binge watch a show that's like about a friend group and you feel like that longing to have that and then there's me being an introvert at home alone and being like I don't want to go out into the world but I want a friend group I want my little pack or my little tribe and um recently I've been thinking about a lot because I've been um I follow a couple like instagrammers who I noticed that they were single and I noticed that they're and this could be them just putting their life on the internet a lot, but I think it's also got value to it. But they have really strong social lives, I guess, where they just are surrounding themselves with people that kind of like inspire them and support them in their decisions. And we both sort of found ourselves in these situations where we feel isolated. Yeah really isolated very isolated as introverts and i don't i don't know how we both got to this point at the same time mine's a combination of like the struggles i'm having with my family and yours maybe is because you're in alaska i don't know because i'm really really far away from any i mean like i don't know even when i lived in hornell yeah we we saw each other once in a while like when I when I wasn't in a relationship, we tried to go out, you know, like every Friday night or, you know, Monday nights got pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Go to the bar, have some drinks, socialize. But yeah. But yeah, when you get older, it's it's hard to find a friend group. Yeah. And there's been people that you meet and you think it's going to work and then they it doesn't. It's like relationships. It's like a romantic relationship. It's just a friendship. And um then you have people who were really, like, really a big part of your life growing up, and then it 
doesn't like you're not they're not filling the same need or they're not filling the void that you like you still feel isolated because you're not getting what you need from them I guess or they're not being good to you anymore or you know it it changes because everyone's trying to yeah feel fill the need that they have but sometimes it doesn't line up that's like um well you know our mutual friend her and I were friends for like I don't know since seventh or eighth grade maybe and then by the time god i can't even think of how old i was maybe 24 or 25 we would meet you know for drinks or something or i would come over to her house or we would hang out and i'm just like dude what are we even talking about like i as an as an introvert i really need to have conversations with people that are deep and meaningful in order to feel like like I need a social situation that's giving me something. I can't, I can't describe it like non-superficial. Yeah. It's hard to describe because it sounds like you're trying to like take from people, but you're also giving to them if they were, if it was like a mutual relationship. Yeah. Like when we're in a conversation. But that's exactly how I describe it. If I'm not getting something out of it, I don't. I don't want to put the effort into having that social interaction. Like I don't get anything. So terrible, but it's true. It does, but it's it's really tiring to introverts. Like it's really emotionally draining and stifling to have those sort of interactions. And it's so much. There's so much more to gain from the really meaningful ones too. When you are introverted, I guess. And I I think it's also not an introvert thing. For me, maybe it's my anxiety. It reminded me when you say, when you say I'm waste, you didn't say wasting time, but it's like, I feel like I'm wasting my time and I could be putting it to better use. And I think that's my anxiety. That's like, okay, I could be doing a million other better things right now. Like I will get really anxious when I'm sitting for too long I've been mm-hmm. on my phone and I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And then I have a fucking freak out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I do that a lot where I, oh man, I lost it. <laughs> I, I was like, I've, I've done that exact same thing where I'm on my phone and then I feel bad for being on my phone. And yes. then just that, like that, that idea of wasting time. And I've been really working on this, like not thinking about it as wasted time because it's, that can be really negative and toxic. I think like when you're, cause like, like what I was talking about earlier with being, having to prepare for the next day, I've always wanted to, I spend my whole day thinking about what I'm going to do when I get home because I'm so excited to have that time to myself, like to do things that I want to do. And and then it makes me anxious because I really want to use those, that, those few hours to do something productive and do something I love. And there's a and then you don't I was putting know. pressure on myself though. Like I'm putting so much pressure on myself to be productive and use that time that it's it's negatively impacting me and it's negatively impacting my sleep and my work ethic and Oh my God. How are we having the same <laughs> problems? See I've never heard you talk about this part of it. We've never talked about the being on our phones too much and having it be an issue and then getting Yeah. There's, yeah. I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do the things I love. And I definitely do need to cut out my screen time. Like, that's definitely a thing that needs to happen. But I also don't need to put so much pressure on myself to be doing something productive all the damn time. And, like, thank God 
I have, like, Steven gives me so much perspective on that because he will fucking sit on his computer for hours at a time. And I'm always like, doesn't it bother you? And he's like, no, I don't care. (laughs) This is how I want to spend my time. And you shouldn't feel guilty for spending your time like that. And I'm like, I know. But then, like, perfect example. We were, I was playing Pokemon Go for a while. And we were outside (laughs) this church. And we were trying to get some Pokemon, right? And these two white guys, okay, it doesn't matter that they're white, but they're just a bunch of assholes. So these two older males come walking out of the Catholic church. And this isn't in our town. This is in another town. And they're like, oh, hey, you guys could like talk to each other. And I was like, Stephen, see, this is why I get paranoid about people thinking I spend too much time on my phone and social media because of assholes like this. Some guy said that to me. Somebody said that at the association to me, one of the old guys. And I'm sitting there by myself just trying to chill and have a drink. And this guy's like, you know, there's a world out here outside of your phone. And I was like, really? There is? Where? And he, and he was like, well, I guess not here right now. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Like, what am I missing out on, dude? What am I missing out on? What are you talking about over there? That's so fascinating. I just want to be like, <laughs> screw you, a-holes, because you have no idea. Your older generation does not quite understand. Yeah. And that's something I've been thinking about, too, is people like introverts like us, maybe that we can find that support and stuff that we need through this like global online community. Not that I want it to be that off, like, like that much part of my life, but to find stimulating conversation, to find people questioning and like delving deeper into themselves, like stuff that I'm trying to do and that can find them better online. <laughs> like it's just easier to find them. Yeah. And it, but it's, it's scary that we get to that point, but it's also, it should be freeing yeah. because it really, like we're so lucky the internet started when it did And now we have the opportunity to make friends globally. Like Jenna and Julian were talking about on their podcast, how their Twitch stream friends that they game with are like, like they love it. Like they sit at home and they play their game and they Twitch stream and they have like this nice little family Mm -hmm. of friends they love. And I'm like, God, is that weird? Like, I just, Uh, I don't know. I I don't don't think it is because when I sit at the bar and hear people, well, not sit, work, and hear the same conversations over and over again, and the same stories over and over again, and the same ignorance over and over again, and the same sexist comments over and over again. It's like, I need, I need that escape to other, like, to hear diverse, diverse thoughts. Yeah. 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 And not the same old, same old. The other thing, people my age, yeah. especially where I live in our hometown, it's like to find people my age. That's one of the biggest problems I'm running into right now. It's like realizing that I really need to be with people my age. Because I understand the value of having older friends or knowing older friends and having mentors and stuff like that. But to just never to see people my age or talk to them is really hard. Yeah, because you feel like you're the only... You're like the only unicorn that's 
doing all this stuff and nobody else is having the same experiences. I feel like I texted you about that. I texted somebody and I was like, uh, yeah, I think it was, I was talking Mm -hmm. about the upstairs neighbor who wants to be friends with me and she's older. And I was like, I don't want old people friends. I don't think you said this. I don't know who I was talking to. And they were like, what's wrong with old people friends? And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it, but you know, it's nice to have people who are going through the same stuff as you. And a lot of my friends are getting engaged and are pregnant or getting pregnant. And it's not the life I'm living right now. And I just need people that understand me. And I have the issue where people, I think a lot of people in my age group are doing the whole travel or hop around from place to place. I mean, you've done it too. And we're still able to talk about things, but for me, it's hard to talk. Like even like I had a dinner with our mutual friend and she's quitting her job and running away. And I'm here, like I bought a house and I am working on like painting projects and I got a really good established job. And, and I don't have, I still have, like I had the desire to go run off and do something, but that's something I have to plan for. And I don't have anyone that is like in a similar boat where they're not married and having kids, but they do have a house. Like it's a weird, I'm in a weird place. <laughs> I'm a You're a very single independent lady. <laughs> and I don't know what's happening. Ugh. Which people should be knocking down your fucking door, but you live in a small Republican not that that has anything to do with it, but I guess I'm trying to yeah. say that our town is conservative, traditional, and traditional, and but yeah. it's a certain generations that are because then you have the generation of people who are on uh, pay, paycheck to paycheck, hopping apartment to apartment, struggling to find jobs, and have multiple babies with multiple people, or they're sleeping with their coworkers. It's a weird town. <laughs> weird every place is weird you should come you should come to homer that's it's really weird here in alaska (laughs) i um i i have another hurdle besides being an introvert so i went to the art store the other day and the girl there i was like i should just try to be friends with her because she looked like artsy and she had these glasses on she's got like this cool necklace that's like a honeycomb with a bee on it i'm like dude i just i'll try to be friends with her so i was talking to her and then she's like oh yeah and i'm like did you move here she's like yeah i moved with my boyfriend for he's here for school and i'm like oh yeah oh yeah i moved here with my boyfriend too and like we had a lot of common similarities and then she was like i said it's really hard to make friends here she's like yeah she's from north carolina she said yeah i know and like most of the people i'm friends with they're 19 and it's like what can you do with them because they can't go out to the bar so what are you gonna do sit and eat dinner and like that's it and i was like oh fuck because i don't drink i'm sober and like i i don't know i'm not i don't know if i'm to that point yet where i'm ready to go into like i really want to go into a bar and dance but i'm just like almost two years sober and I'm just like I feel like I don't need a 23 year old partier friend like I don't think I can give her what she (laughs) wants so I totally ghosted her after we exchanged numbers and stuff and I don't know if I should explain to her like uh 
I'm like an alcoholic, but I'm a oh cool alcoholic God. and you don't have to worry about me being like, why are you fucking drinking so much? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't care. But it's like hard to make sober friends. That's my other problem. But like people like I've known forever, yeah, like you, I can go, I can go sit in a bar with you and watch you drink. Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like it's, it's I've seen you do that before. The getting it's to the point gonna, where you're comfortable enough or feel, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You, that is a special. It's like a whole nother struggle. I was like, God damn it. There's only bars around here. I am going to go into a bar and dance, though, soon. I'm going to make it a thing because I need to. That's what I told uh, my buddy, my buddy Pokey. I was like, I just want to come to the city and dance with you. Is that okay? He's like, oh, hell yeah. yeah like, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, bitch. Get down here. He's like, I'll find you a rich... <laughs> I don't need- Every time I talk to him, he's like, I'll find you a, a Wall Street guy. <laughs> Okay, he texted. I, t- I think I said this last week. He told he told you uh, he told me he found a Venezuelan financier for me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But last time it was a like Peruvian um, doctor med student. It's always someone very. Oh yeah, exotic. he loves he loves the d- d- tall, dark, and handsome type. Definitely have to be dark. He likes olive he skin, but he likes quiet olive olive mm. guys, and I like louder. Um, obnoxious guy so i don't think it's ever he's ever gonna really find the right guy for me but i like to let him try you do you should go to new york yeah. you should just go there i would like to and hang out i think plan a weekend some sometime ahead. soon hopefully yeah, <laughs> the city it'll be interesting to to, to um visit think- with someone that lives there like i've, I've always gone on bus right where and then the other time i went was with somebody who lived in jersey so it wasn't quite the same but yeah he's in it he like knows he has his parts of the city touristy yeah. places that aren't touristy. I should have gone and my 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 gay friend lives in New York City. He <laughs> yeah, we dated and stuff in high school. That was special. That's not like super important, but it it cracks me up when I talk about it. But he's been in New York City for a while, and I just have not gone and visited. <laughs> but it would be so good because we, I mean, we used to have some fun drunk times together. Yeah, like, that, I mean, that's part of not having a group of friends that you're really, shit. at least anymore, a group oh. of friends you feel really comfortable and happy to spend time with because you don't, because now I don't have anybody that I really go just to have a, yeah, just have fun with. And I could, I you don't. We really could yeah. just find like friends that are okay to do that with. <laughs> like we could, just, but I don't want to. Do no, that. <laughs> that's wasting. That's wasting time and energy. <laughs> we need to fish and I know. Uh, but I did that this week. God, I had dinner good. with the mutual friend. The mutual friend. And how yeah. did that go? As an introvert, was, how was that? Because it was very quick. She she's a difficult person. She's a difficult person for me to have um, deep conversations with. Yeah, I tried. I asked a lot of questions. I well, and she asks. She always asks a lot of um a lot of questions that are 
pretty superficial. But they could open up to more, and it just seems like they never really do. But yeah, it's like it doesn't. She always wants to move on to the next thing. Like, how's this? How's this? How's this? How's this? Like, uh, okay, uh, they're good. Uh, Yeah. Um, uh, It was. I mean, we were we met at six for dinner, and we were done by seven, and then she, yeah. So, but we for. I mean, we got talking before the meal came, and. That was good. And then we had food and it fizzled out and it was all right. Like, I think because I was getting a meal, it felt okay. Like, I didn't feel like I'd wasted my time. <laughs> um, like, I fed myself and yeah, I yeah. And I, meeting yeah. things on the checklist. I had hoped check. that some more people could come because it would have been nicer to do it all in one chunk. <laughs> and I yeah, like when we used to do trivia. I don't know why we don't do that anymore. Probably because the friend group fell apart. <laughs> everybody moved away. Well, not everybody moved so away, do, but like, well, you and the I two do other miss people. Croxby. That's her it. name, Anna. I do miss Croxby. We, we don't ever. She's so busy. Croxby. I've never that's even what, heard that. That's, that's funny. Her, that's her. I think it's her Instagram handle. Croxby. She <laughs> loves her Crocs. <laughs> And I never understood the um, vine. What are those? Because I've never seen it. And she used to do it all the time. And it's just like, have you seen that vine? She's so, I don't, I don't know if I've seen the original. It's literally an old lady in Crocs and her grandson comes up to her. He's like, you know, a teenager comes up to her in the middle of the kitchen and goes, throws his hands out and points down at her Crocs and goes, what are those? And she's like, they're my cracks and she's like all pissed off <laughs> finally i'm so yeah. sad vine died i watch old vines all the time though i've heard tiktok is pretty good do you watch tiktok oh my god i fucking laugh my ass off one night i was up till 1 a.m on the couch and oh Steven was like what are you laughing at i'm like dude these videos i highly recommend tiktok <laughs> <laughs> okay highly recommend tiktok one of the other guy, one of the guys at the bar has it, and one of the like forty year old guys, young, younger ish guys. <laughs> no offense, older guys. No offense. We just this is how we label you when we're twenty yeah. in our twenties. You get labeled. He old. thinks TikTok is so funny. It is. He's on. We talked about it a lot. Oh, so much joy! So much joy <laughs> is brought from TikTok and YouTube. Yeah, but I'd like to find uh, I, in real life. So if anybody wants a friend and they live in Homer, Alaska, and they don't drink too much, I was just trying to see if my get friend out. from Alfred. Well, okay, she went to Alfred. My friend from my old job. If her one of her friends lives in Alaska and he has a ceramic um, studio, Ooh, you can work there. Well, it's well. his like personal studio. Oh, but I was going to see where he is if you guys can be we friends. Can go visit. <laughs> is that Charlie whining on the other side? It is. Okay, I wasn't sure if Blue was at our bedroom door and she was whining, but. <laughs> oh, do you need to go out? You just want to get up here. Here. You can get up here. Are you on the bed? Yeah. Oh. Come on. This is what 
us introverts have. We have our dogs that whine and make us put them up on the bed. They need special attention. That's how we spend all our time with the dogs. Come on. Get up here. Why do you like this? Come on. Come on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I told you about how that um, introvert, the cartoonist, the illustrator, my mom and my sister both saw it and they were like, oh my gosh, some of those actually like looks like your house. I'm like, yeah, that's because that's what introverts like. <laughs> Wait, what the one, well, it, it was, um, that post you shared on Facebook. Oh God. That, um, she did like drawings of her with her dog, her little dog in her house and her painting. And it was like illustrator depicts oh, how, what it's oh. like to live alone as an introvert or something. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and they were so perfect. Only The only thing was that my dog's probably like 10 or 15 times the size of her dog in that illustrations. Yeah, she had a little tiny dog. And Charlie's yeah. a big old horse. Yeah, so I don't know how introverts make friends. Yeah. Because we're friends because we're cousin friends. Yeah. We're cousins, so we've known each other our whole lives. My other friend, who's like my good friend, is also my cousin, and she is she an extrovert? Yes, very much. Well, I mean, so. I know she's loud, but that doesn't necessarily. <laughs> but yeah, she's a. Well, we're all Irish, so that might <laughs> that might be why she's loud. I'm also slightly loud. Apparently, Stephen told me I was talking too loud the other day in the re- in a restaurant. I was like, "Oh my god, that's what we always tell my mom to be quiet." Oh no, <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm like, am I really that loud? He's like, "Yeah, he's it was kind of loud." He's like, quiet no. though. My family gets so loud. Oh. My dad's side is loud, and my mom's side is loud. It's a rowdy, but I mean, she's talkative, loud, talkative. <laughs> Does she have a lot of, like, does she do a lot of social stuff where yeah. she is? Does she have a lot of friends? She, it yeah. took her a really long time to find friends. But I think that's, mm. like, her extrovert gets spazzy. So she'll get, like, an extrovert spazziness. And then people are like, <laughs> whoa, you're really fucking too much. We need to step back. And they don't realize, yeah. like, that she's can be chill. It's just when you put her in social situations, like, she'll start... <laughs> acting like a robot like seriously (laughs) that happened one time i wasn't there but i heard about it yeah so i don't know if she's an introvert or an extrovert i don't know i can talk to people and i can like talk on stage or i don't know give presentations but it's all about where you get your energy from yeah we were talking about um the guy i work with at the bar um because he's he's crotchety and he's he's uh, yeah crotchety but his wife is actually and people think he's like my sister kind of thought is he an introvert because he's like not a people person but he is he's very much a people person i mean he spends all his evenings out at the bars with people and his wife stays home and she's actually like the one who likes to like design stuff on her computer and read books and or maybe not read but watch tv shows and weird documentaries and like she likes her alone time and he's just he's just me he's just mean <laughs> like he just doesn't yep. get along well with people but he, he actually does like to be out in the world with them it's really which is weird 
you're mean to everyone. <laughs> yes. You want to oh my interact. god. So it's basically you think everybody gets so stupid. worked up when people do things like but like paying for cash at Stop and Shop. Like you're this literally ruined your day. Like why are you this worked up about this? He's like, I just hate people. I'm like, oh my god. <sighs> well, I think we've covered it all. Yeah. I hate to end it. Mm-hmm. It's always so nice. <laughs> We should just talk more like this during the week. Yeah, we probably should. That's what we should do. How about that? Okay. All right, so I guess let's say goodbye. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Um, You can... I, I, I don't even think we have viewers yet, but I'm just going to say this anyways. If you want to send us your introvert moments or your ordinary life moments, you can send an email to uh, theweeklyintrovertpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you can get our whole name in there. You have to get yeah. Thank you, Google. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. But if there is a God, I pray that she is listening. If there is a God, I hope that he's forgiven me. For squandering all the blessings that were given me. Yeah. And I hope they set me free. But if there is, and well, I still believe in the power of love over anything else. And until my dying breath, that's the story I would tell it. Yeah, sometimes I do get overwhelmed.